BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Undead Walking Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Here's your host, Renee Hansen. Hello, I'm Renee Hansen, and welcome to the Undead Walking Podcast. My special guest this episode is Brian McClure, who recently starred in the Walking Dead episode Outpost 22 as the train operator. Hello, Brian. Welcome. Hello. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Glad to have you. Thanks for having me. So was that your title? Were you train operator or what was your official? The official title is Engineer Wilson. Oh, uh, excuse me. I, I beg your pardon. Uh, yeah, no, it got placed uh, incorrectly on IMDb. I've submitted to them a couple of times to have it adjusted, though. I don't I'm not sure if it's got adjusted yet or not. Okay, yeah. Well, good. So I guess we'll start out talking about uh, your career. Like, how did you get into acting? Yeah, I actually never planned on being an actor. Um, I actually got my degree in graphic design, and that's what I planned on being. Um, uh, I actually even started college uh, pre-pharmacy thinking I might want to do that, but I decided I'd rather have a life of art, something that's new and um, a new project to work on and interesting and like just keeps my mind going um, from a day-to-day as opposed to I felt like that would be some. I felt like pharmacy would be something that would probably be not something that I would enjoy. Um, so I started down graphic design and I think it was the summer going into my junior year of college. I saw something online that said, make money acting. And looking back, I, I uh, probably would say to someone, don't sign up for that kind of thing if you see it now. But <laughs> thankfully for me, um, it worked out. It, it ended up, I didn't hear anything that summer, but the following summer, I got a call out of the blue, having completely forgotten that I had signed up for this. And um, they're like, hey, we want you to come to this audition for a commercial. And I said to my roommates at the time, I think I'm getting a prank call. 
<laughs> I ended up going and uh, I booked this commercial. I was only in it for like half a second, but mm-hmm. it really piqued my interest. And I'd also had some family friends that had done it growing up, um, commercials and plays and, and print stuff. And I guess it was always kind of in the back of my mind that it looked kind of fun. And I was like, wow, that really was a lot of fun. Um, I'd like to know more about this. And it turned out that phone call came from a local agency uh, when I was in Omaha, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And so I told them, yeah, I'd love to do more uh, if, you know, if you get anything else. And so, um, you know, one thing after the next, it was a hobby for a while. And then it started picking up and I, I then really felt like God was calling me to pursue it professionally. So I packed up everything and I moved to Los Angeles. Uh, wow. That's, a, that's quite the change from Omaha, Nebraska to LA. Yep. <laughs> so it's been a journey that was in 2009 so it's been a, a journey since then it's been awesome yeah that's wonderful I see I was looking at your IMDB and you've got quite the catalog there of different things that you've been in I'm chipping away at it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um like out of all those roles then what, what's been uh, like what, probably your most challenging role challenging um you know there's a film that actually never came out um, that I was a lead in. It was, it was, it's called Basement. Um, I think it's listed on my IMDb as uh, going to come out, but we did that film in probably 2009 and, uh, or no, wait, 2015 is probably the year we did that one. And um, it just never got finished in post-production. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh it was just, it was very, very intense. And, you know, the, basically the storyline I had been, you know, beaten by my father growing up and it's just, you know, the repercussions of having lived that kind of childhood um, and how it just was manifesting in my young adulthood in, in the story. And so that was a very just challenging piece as, as you can imagine from the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, and, and being the lead. So just that, that was all made it a very challenging story to, to tell, but. Yeah, anything with those tragic backstories like that, that's very difficult. I, can't, I can imagine it's very difficult to, mm-hmm. to get your mind into that and then try to get your mind back out of that. Yeah, yeah, and I guess you could even say my very first feature film, um, the writer director uh, was a student of Columbine High School. And it's called April Showers, the movie. And, uh, you know, all the all the events in the movie were actual events that happened at Columbine. But in the movie, it's just some all-American high school. We don't actually say Columbine. But that was a pretty intense one, too. And it being my first uh, feature film that I ever booked. And the role was opposite Tom Arnold. Mm. Uh, you know, he he was a lot bigger at that time when we were filming it. He hasn't done a lot for a while, but um, it made it made things very challenging. It's, some of the reasons for that is obviously the subject matter was um, you know very intense and difficult. Uh, I was playing the actual student that tried to save the teacher that was shot at in Columbine, uh-huh. and um, so that was difficult in itself. But it was even more difficult because. I'm trying to do the best I can as my first job ever. And Tom Arnold is cracking jokes between takes. So I'm trying to stay in this, this zone of like very focused, um, you know, dramatic 
energy and he's he's trying to tell jokes between uh takes which that was uh that was a really challenging thing for me uh yeah i'm sure on that with that type of subject matter then somebody making jokes it's hard to stay in the in the zone or whatever so i had to leave the room sometimes between takes just to kind of keep my mind where i wanted it to be Mm -hmm. yeah interesting I mean, there's um, been other times too, I'll even say uh, on that same note where I'll get on set and everyone is so friendly that they, which is great. I love that when everyone's friendly, but they want to be super talkative and you're trying to do your work <laughs> and you're like, kind of like, uh, I have to kind of ignore, ignore this <laughs> series regular to a degree so that I can protect my work and do the best job that I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm. I can't imagine being an actor. I mean, I you know, I can talk a lot and things, but to get yourself in a different place and a different you know different character and things, and that would be tough if someone's constantly talking or laughing or you know doing whatever it is to kind of you know you you can't focus in on it then. <laughs> yeah, it definitely can be. Yeah. That. Hmm. So I was doing a little research on you, and I see that you starred in Space Command, which fellow Walking Dead uh, actor Ethan McDowell stars and I just interviewed him recently. Oh, you did? Yes, and I did a panel with him at an event and so it was really fun meeting him and for those that don't know, he played the Reaper named Washington and uh, his, uh, yeah, his end wasn't so great for him, for that character, but (laughs) um, so did you guys have, I have not watched Space Command, so do you guys have um, scenes together in things or... Yeah, a little, uh, and I don't know what you and, and Ethan spoke about. Ethan's one of my best friends. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he, he, um, he and I are both talent search winners for Space Command, and that is a very independently made science fiction uh, episodic series. And it's still something that we're making. Uh, as of right now, there's been discussions that we might film some more of this recent episode we're working on either later this month in November or early December. That's currently being talked about. We filmed some more of this um, second uh, two hour script that we're working on. Um, We filmed some of it over the summer. Okay. Um, So that's been a a fun project. Uh, But yeah, he and I, I fly the, um, our spaceship that he is our uh, captain on. So. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, we mostly, it was a Walking Dead panel, so we mostly focused on that, but that's really cool that you guys are good friends, and now I've met both of you, <laughs> so. Yeah. I'll be him tomorrow, actually, I think. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, we had a good, uh, we had a good panel with the, him, and then one of the, Robert Hayes, who was another, um, uh, yeah, Reaper as well. <laughs> yeah, great yeah. guy, Ethan is, really nice, down-to-earth guy. Yeah, yeah, very nice, yeah. Yeah, well, that's really cool. Um so we'll go into um the walking dead and uh you know you can like how so how did you come how did you get this part was it some i know a lot of times i've heard where they've tried and tried to do different characters and then finally they you know get picked for something in this series how was what was your experience with the walking yeah um i have auditioned for the show several times um i know some people one of my friends he said he auditioned for it total of 12 times and it wasn't until obviously the 12th time that he booked it mm-hmm. um, I don't think I ended up having that many auditions for it but I remember auditioning for a role in like the second or third season so I, I've 
audition as far back as that um, wow. for the show. Um, so then I finally squ- squeaked in there right at the end, <laughs> uh, booked one. And that came from, I have an agent here. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And um, my Atlanta agent got me that audition and uh, it went well. Uh, and I booked it, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm thankful for that. Yeah, I, I liked all, I saw a lot of the um, behind the scenes photos that you posted and stuff that was really cool to have those and everything, you know, just being the last of the final season and everything. It's just it's a little more historic and things. Have, have you been a fan of the series at all? Or, yeah, because you know, I know some yeah, people do I, and I, don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I watched it uh, religiously for quite a number of the first few seasons. I fell off there for a little while, but I've watched a lot of it. Mm hmm. Yeah, real good. And uh, so um, this was episode 21 called Outpost 22. And you were the train engineer. Um, and then Maggie is the one who gets you at first, right? And everything. So just like, I mean, this was a pretty gruesome end for <laughs> a train engineer. What was his name? Was it Wilson? Or? Yeah, Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but she was really nice. Every everybody on that set was really nice. All the actors were really welcoming, and we we filmed it in two parts too. We filmed some of it uh, early January, and then I think we filmed some in February. And you know, the the casting crew or when I came back I was, uh, oh hey, welcome back, good to see you again. So that was, you know, that's always really nice when people just welcome you back to a space and you feel like you're a part of the team and the family there. Yeah, I've always heard that about the sets and things. I've got friends who have been in different parts and things like that. And it, it just seems, and I've interviewed several um, of the actors who have always said that it's just such a, a great dynamic on set and things, which is, you yeah. know, it's, we always, as fans, we see the show and think, oh, these people are so neat. And you meet them at a con, maybe quick or whatever kind of thing. And they seem very nice and genuine and whatever. But, you know, until you work with them, you, you wouldn't know. But it's always good to hear that though you know that that holds true so yeah. yeah that's really really cool um so was this your like I don't know like all your like I said I scanned your IMDb and there's several things is was this like the most gory act character ending that you had or uh I mean it's right up there with mm-hmm. another one that I can think of I did a, a horror film years ago I think it would have been 2017 called Blackstock Boneyard uh, I have a pretty gruesome ending in that one as well. <laughs> yeah, I saw you had, I thought, thought, thought there was a horror one that I remembered, or it sounded like it, what the title sounded like it could be a horror. So, um, yeah. So, uh, with your, so what new projects do you have going on? What can you tell us about any of those? Sure. Yeah. I, um, my film, Holy Irresistible, is one that we did, uh, last year. That's, I, I believe it's, it, I, um, the genre could be taken in a couple different ways. I haven't seen the final edit yet, so mm-hmm. I don't know if they made it more of a dark comedy or a romantic comedy. So that'll be interesting <laughs> to see uh, this Saturday when we have our uh, world premiere of it at the Rome Rome Film Festival in Rome, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but um, I played a pretty pretty funny guy. Uh, my name's Wendell, and uh, I have a lot of. Um, naive characteristics about me but like just a really big heart um he's just, he's just, he was just so much fun uh to 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 play with and 
and the director, Pamela Corky, had, we established a bond through the audition process and just some conversations we had before the film. Um, and we really trusted each other's visions to the point of she, she let me improvise in a way that I've never got to on any other set before. And so that was really fun and freeing. And it made me feel like a huge collaborator in the process because um, there were certain takes that I didn't, I never did the same. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like completely different. <laughs> um, every once in a while she would say, um, hey, let's, uh, let's just do it as scripted. And so I do it as it was written. And then she's like, okay, great, do whatever you want. And like, <laughs> I've never had that kind of freedom before. And so that was just made it incredibly fun. Um, I just got to play so, uh, so much, which I just, you know, I think that's every actor's dream is just to have the freedom to really play in a space and just really enjoy the, the character that you're, that you're embodying, you know? Yeah, I saw his um, outfit on the cover, the poster. So I, I thought he looked like a very interesting character. Yeah. And <laughs> but, it's, sorry, go ahead. Well, I, just, I, I bet it'll be very fun when you do see the final cut to see which, what they chose to use. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a little while ago. My manager saw a, a rough cut of it uh, and he's like, oh man, you, I was laughing out loud. You were hilarious. I'm like, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want, especially if you're trying to be funny, you want people yeah. to be laughing at that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, yeah. That's exciting. Really Very exciting. And then um, I forget which ones you said, you said a couple of the ones on IMDb aren't being moving forward or whatever. There yeah, was, what about the remote? What is that one? That remote i i hope that gets uh completed that was actually one thing that um a group of friends and i just got together during the beginning of covid and um just decided to see what we could create you know all being in different spaces and i mean atlanta new york uh south africa um you know the, we we had people just all over the place that, on this film and we tried to create a story that we could put together and keep ourselves creative during COVID. So, um, so we'll see. I mean, I'm not involved in the post-production process. Mm -hmm. It'd be interesting to see how that turns out. I had a, I did some comedy in that one as well. My, <laughs> I got to improv a decent amount on that one as well, which is fun. I, I, I really, I really get a kick out of just uh, being goofy and creating stuff like that. So it's a joy. Um, but uh, yeah, that one is, I know that one says coming out, the one said, that says Superman versus Doomsday, mm -hmm. that one, I don't believe that one would ever get made. That would be more of like a, would have been more of like a fan film that uh, okay. my friend was, was planning to make, though I don't foresee that happening. It'd be cool mm -hmm. if it did, but, and I think that the movie Basement that I mentioned is, is up there too. Yeah, which that one, because that one's like the abduction one or something, or something, was that what it, yeah, that yeah. sounded that to be that sounded very interesting. So that's too too bad that that didn't get uh, go anywhere with that one. Yeah. And then there's uh, well, I think it's a short club club monologue. Is that? Yeah, that was one we did earlier this year. Me and some friends. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see see what happens with that. That was a fun, playful one. I actually um, I got to name my own character in that <laughs> one, and I came up with the name Randall McPherson. <laughs> he was supposed to be like a Hollywood star. So I was like, what sounds like a <laughs> some famous Hollywood star, Randall McPherson? Yeah, that sounds good. I like it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 
Um, so then, so how did, so how your journey, how did you get from, so you went from Omaha to Los Angeles and then to Atlanta. So how did you go? Well, you kind of explained from Omaha to LA, but then what brought you to Georgia then? Yeah, both, both of those, uh, transitions, I really felt called and Mm -hmm. compelled to move by, by God. I mean, I, I really started seeing signs of each of them popping up in my life in various ways and and I I've really tried in my life to pay attention when I feel like God is placing signs in my life uh, Mm -hmm. telling me to move and and it was interesting because I started seeing that about Atlanta in Los Angeles and I had never been here I uh, you know I was seeing someone in LA at the time and even though I seeing her it was uh in about two months i had packed up everything and was on the road and i didn't even know where i was going to stay a week until i moved um but there was a woman that i had met one time uh they had worked at the same company as my best friend since first grade um and he said that she was there working on a project and she, she had a, a three bedroom bedroom house with just her and her little dog and she said that i could stay there till i I found a spot and it ended up working out where she was gone for a long period of time on the job that she was there for. And I was there to help out with her dog and she liked the arrangement. So she let me stay for free. So it was like this really uh, divine orchestration of how I end up at this place. And I got to stay my whole first year in Georgia for free. It's, you know, I, yeah, that's really, obviously you, you followed the right call then. <laughs> And I mean, the first year was, was challenging here. Um, and, and, you know, I say that there's been definitely challenging parts to the journey for sure. It's not all been just a straight yeah. uh, success route, but, um, but I, I didn't book anything for my whole first year here. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't book anything in, in Georgia. Um, so that was, that was challenging. I went back to uh, Los Angeles to film some stuff for space command mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it was it wasn't until about my year mark that that I booked something. So I was definitely asking God, did I did I hear you incorrectly? Um, but I'm glad that I waited it out because it it kind of got me in Atlanta before it was as hot as it is now. It's it's the, it's one of the best places, if not the place to be. And I mean, it's still people. Some people I know in LA refuse to acknowledge that it's such a good spot to be in, but I mean, I, when I first got my agent in Atlanta, I didn't get one immediately here. I, I had an agent out of Louisiana mm-hmm. and I have for a long time, but it wasn't until I got my agent in Atlanta had my agent in Louisiana and my manager in LA. That first year I had all three of those. I had 142 uh, TV and film auditions for union projects in Atlanta. And wow. that's, that's really unheard of in LA or New York markets. Mm-hmm. And that's like an audition every two and a half days or less than. Um, yeah. And so it was, it was, I mean, it's what you want. It was hectic, but uh, sure. you know, it's a numbers game. So it was definitely helpful, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I'm very thankful that I was placed here and I got with a good agency here when I did it. Cause now I know, like I emailed a bunch of agencies when I got here mm-hmm. and I had meetings with, I think three or four agencies and um there was a fifth potential one fifth or sixth even maybe mm-hmm. uh, but now it's even hard to just email somebody and have them respond so um, i'm i was really blessed to have heard that calling when i did and to show up 
Yeah, that's awesome. So out of your roles, which one are, you know, do you have one that you're, I guess, more, more proud of than the others? You know, I'm sure you're proud of a lot of them, but is there one that kind of stand out? Like, I'm really proud of that, the work I did on that one or something. Um, I would have to say, yeah, they're all, a lot of them in various ways I'm very thankful for and, and happy about. Um, but I would have to say that my work on, on my feature film, in other words, is probably my favorite because I got to be the lead in this project. And uh, that was also a comedy. So it was such a fun, fun project. And um, the filmmakers, uh, Patrick Perez and Christina Nava, they're a married couple. And um, they, they wrote this really fun story and they also let me improv. I didn't improv a ton, ton in that one just because the writing was so so great but there were moments where I got to improv and um and it was it was really cool because that project came to me just out of the blue like a, I I say God it was my agent on that one because it was I got an email with the subject line that says lead role in a feature film that I almost deleted because it I, like I don't recognize this email address yeah. it looks like uh kind of spam but I'm like, wait a minute, this looks a little bit different. I opened it up and it was Christina kind of introducing herself and saying, like, you you were referred to us by Sandra Avila. I'm like, wait a minute, I, I work with Sandra like four and a half years prior. So I'm like, okay, you got my attention. <laughs> and I'm reading. She's like, uh, we have a lead role uh, that we want you to, to talk to you about. And that was the beginning of it. I end up Skyping um, with Christina and uh you know that goes well and she's like I want you to meet my husband who's directing I Skype with him another time that goes well they ask me they say we just want you to put yourself on tape so we can show our investor that you can act and I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking so does this mean I have the role I don't know like I'm uh, I, I would find out later that they actually auditioned quite a few people for this role um but I ended up getting the role and they flew me from Atlanta back to LA <laughs> to um, film this thing. And um, part of it, 11 days of it was filmed in this mansion at the top of a hill in Malibu that overlooked the ocean. Oh, wow. And so it was just like, it was, it was an unreal experience. And um, I got to work with Chris Kattan. Oh, wow. And he said, you're a really effing good actor. And That's to so me, that like was a big deal. Cause I mean, he's worked with, pretty much the biggest comedy people in the business you know um so that was it was just really rewarding and I did get to improv a little bit with him so that was fun um, yeah, I bet <laughs> and that one's called in other words is that yeah it's currently on HBO and okay. uh you can also if you don't have HBO you can watch it on Amazon uh-huh and then and I, then I was gonna ask you you were in an Amazon um original too uh the summer I turned pretty yeah I have a, a smaller smaller role in that one um and <clears throat> excuse me and you know in in being candid it was actually uh, after I filmed it I was just kind of like oh, I don't know if I want to do something like that again because it filmed in Wilmington and I worked as a local meaning I had to get myself there oh. and put myself up and so I had to go I I went up there two different times uh to film it and I mean, everybody was really nice and everything. It was just, it was a long haul and me putting myself up and everything. And the role wasn't as artistically gratifying because it was mostly coming in with like one line here or there to move the plot along, which is, 
important to every story. Mm-hmm. You have to have those kinds of uh, roles in, in your story at, from time to time. Um, they, they're not necessarily as artistically gratifying, especially mm-hmm. after you go from like doing the lead in a movie then then stepping into that. Yeah. But um, but when I did watch the show, I was, I was thankful that I got to be a part of it because they did a really nice job uh, with their story. The story was just such a wonderful, touching, uh, fun, fun piece that I was thankful to say I got to be a part of it, um, even if it was a small role. I just wish it was closer to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was a it was a fun one. And I, I would recommend the story to people. It's, it's a really nice story. Yeah, it's one that um, I it's on my list to watch, but if you know how the, your list just keeps growing and then, you, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. So, yeah, I really because I thought the story sounded really interesting. And I so I was it was when I saw on your IMDb, I thought, oh, wow, that's that movie again or that show again. So it popped back into my mind. So now I'll have to. Yeah, I follow <laughs> Yeah, I followed their Instagram account, and I I think I just saw today that they had wrapped on their second season. Okay, yeah, I saw it had gotten renewed, so yeah, yeah. so cool. Well, cool. And um, so, would you say that you know comedy is your favorite genre, or do you does that just kind of where you ended up gravitating towards? Uh, I mean, comedy is a big part of why I wanted to start acting. Mm-hmm. I naturally. Uh, just think of goofy things like I love being like a goofball you know um and so like when I got into acting it was kind of just just because of of that I'm like oh I can be just I can play be a playful person doing comedies and stuff um but then when I started studying acting like really studying it I took a two-year Meisner course to start off my acting journey in Los Angeles um and we did some comedy in there but it's more just about like truth the truth Mm of a of a story and so we uh, we worked on a number of dramas and it really taught me a lot about the emotional depths which I'm capable of going to and so I really have come to appreciate the craft of acting and both the drama and the the comedy sides of it all Um, but I mean even even the highly dramatic sets that I've been on are still fun. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really about the people that you're surrounding yourself with on any set. But um, uh, I, I think maybe more innately, I'm just a huge goofball. So maybe comedy is uh, a really great thing for me. But I, you know, just being a highly empathetic uh, and sensitive feeling person, drama it also is a good fit just because I, I just like, you know, I, I have a pretty big heart. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Well, do you have, are there any other new things coming that you can talk about yet? Or you, I know a lot of times like, nope, can't say a word. <laughs> yeah, there's something I worked on the last couple of weeks, but I cannot mm-hmm. say, say anything about that yet. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm currently being considered, um, I got a pin on a project. Um, it hasn't come through yet. So, you mm-hmm. know, I won't really say anything. I don't, I don't think they asked they didn't have me sign an NDA about that mm-hmm. but I haven't got it yet so I'll probably I'd yeah <laughs> speak about that one uh till it comes through but um yeah hopefully hopefully by next year I'll have uh some, some more things to talk about that's good yeah and is it like um or is it like for social media where's the best place to place to follow you yeah uh Instagram is probably mm-hmm. the best place to follow me it's just my name at Brian McClure Mm-hmm. yeah and I'll, I'll tag that in the article as well that way <laughs> they can 
people can find you. So, well, yeah, I appreciate your time today. It's been fun talking to you. And it's always, you know, it's just always interesting, uh, especially when I found out, I, you know, I'm from Iowa originally. I, I live in Georgia now also, but, you yeah. know, to know that you're from Iowa and things that was interesting. So, Definitely. yeah, it's always fun to see how people get from the Midwest to L.A. and then Georgia. You know, that's a, you know, a d- very dramatic changes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if you feel it, but um it reminds me a little bit of home down here, like mm-hmm. the seasons and like the weather, like LA does not remind me of home at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is our first year here. So we're experiencing, and we're way South. So we're experiencing a, a, not quite as much fall as we normally would, but it's still, you know, somewhat fall. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It get quite oh. as cold. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time thank and you. uh, we will uh, keep watching for new projects from you. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks again for having me. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye.